This episode of the TDLA Podcast is brought to you by Russian Mail Order Bride. Russian Mail Order Bride is celebrating 100 years of business, and uh, they just rolled out a new service, the Rent-A-Bride service. Now, Sean, correct me if I'm wrong, you actually just tried the Rent-A-Bride service. I did, and I had a great experience, actually. I met up with some old college buddies. They're all married. I'm not. I didn't want to feel left out, so I used the Rent-A-Bride service. That's great. It was great. Do you have a promo code? Yes, if you if you want to use the mail order bride or rent a bride, use Sean's Bride One, and you'll get ten percent off your first purchase. Rent a bride, where you can find out if it's happening. <laughs> Let's get into it. Let's do it. In this episode of Two Dudes in L.A., the dudes waste an enormous amount of time talking about Star Wars. And then a very angry and probably very lonely Star Wars fan stops by. Then the dudes try not to laugh at Uranus and fail. Consequently, Sean presents a forward by Justin Rowland. Well, it's the first episode, so who would actually be listening anyway? All of that and more on today's episode of the TDLA Podcast. All right. It's a new year. It's a new year. New year, new me, is what I say. 2018. 2018. Um, what, how did you feel 2017 was? 2017. For you personally. Personally, yes. it was a huge year of change. Yeah. Because uh, just so you came out to L.A. the beginning of the year, right? First week of January. Wow. So it's officially... A year. I hit my first Dude. year. Yeah. Congrats, bro. Oh, <laughs> uh-huh. thank you, thank you, thank yeah. you. Thank you. I know. I made it. I made you it. Did it. <laughs> Good for you. And man. you're going on two years. Two years in June. Yeah. So a year and a half right now. Or yeah, a year and a half right now. That's so. Great. It's crazy, dude. It is crazy. Um, hey, everybody. I hope your 2018 is going great. I, me, myself, and I, my name is Alex Watson. Friends call me Watson, though, so please, by all means, call me that. Um, to my left, I have my dear buddy, Sean. Sean, please say hello. Hello, audience. Thank you for uh, listening to us, and hopefully you enjoy this this show that we've put together for you. I hope so. I actually think you will. Oh, okay. <laughs> all Watson. right. I'm sorry, everybody. Um... <laughs> uh, so I'm really excited to, to do this podcast because me and my buddy Sean, we have we have a really great, like, fun friend dynamic. I feel like my weaknesses are your strengths, and like I feel like you're really fun and easy to talk to. So this was all Sean's idea. So when Sean came with me with this idea, I was like, yes, I'm in. Let's do this. Let's make this fun. And uh, you know it's Los Angeles, so we have to we have to have a podcast. It's just it's just what we have to do. It's a requirement. <laughs> it's a requirement. Otherwise, you're not a real Angelino. <laughs> yeah, <So>. exactly. <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. Have a cat or a dog, and then have a podcast. So, which I just got a cat today. So I'm an Angelino finally. You're it. Yeah. Um, let's tell the audience a little bit about ourselves, if that sounds cool. I mean, you go ahead. You, this was your idea, so I feel like <laughs> you should go ahead and. Hit them with it. What do you, what, what's, what's, what's you? Who are you? Who am I? That's a good question. <laughs> um, I'm, we're, we're, we're both from Utah. We're both Utahans. Yes. And I grew up in a town just outside of Salt Lake City. And I've always just kind of been 
I guess, artistically minded. Yeah. And I've always kind of been geared towards entertainment stuff. Like, I, I thought I was going to be an actor for a while, but I've been drawing my whole life. So as I got older, it just made sense that if I want to work in entertainment, that for me, animation is my thing. So Totally. So I'm going for animation. That's what I moved out here for. Okay. Um, man, and, and I knew I picked a tough industry, but I did not know it was this tough. <laughs> but we're doing it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I, what I love about animation, um, I mean, you know, I can't draw worth shit. But uh, what, I, what I've noticed and learned and picked up from you is, like, how tight-knit the community of animators are. But they're also very willing to, like, and open. Like, you've told me some really cool stories about meeting certain animators and storyboard artists and things like that. And, like, that's been really fascinating. And I've hung out with your animation group, and I'm sure we'll talk about them for a while, uh, or in the future. But I think that's super cool. Like, what is, what is, you mentioned that it's a difficult industry. For you, what makes it difficult? It's just super competitive. I mean, it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's small. Yeah. And when, once you're in, like, everybody kind of knows everybody. You, you work, you do different jobs for different studios, and you get to know who everyone is. And it really is one of those, like, it's all about who you know. Totally. Um, like, I've sent out hundreds of applications to studios over the last four years since I've graduated college, and I haven't had one interview. <laughs> but uh, so I'm out here in L.A., and I'm I'm building a network, and I'm making the right impressions on the right people. And totally. things are starting to actually look good this year. You know, I, I awesome. just recently, uh, well, I guess it was... September, October, I went to a, a mixer, like networking mixer with some animators and uh, this guy, Sean Ganka, who's a, the production manager at Nickelodeon. This is this was the one that took place on the roof, right? Or is this, this a different This was on one? the roof of Cartoon Network. It was, it was really roof fun. Roof on the Cartoon and Network, I got a everybody. shout out to the, the Animation Network, who I'm actually wearing their shirt today. What? Uh, Chris Wimberly and the Animation Network. <laughs> yeah, they're great. They're, Chris is great. And honestly, he's a big reason why I moved to LA so soon and he's he's an influence for this podcast. Awesome. But when I was at that mixer, I I saw Sean Genka who's a friend of Chris's and he he looked at me and the first thing he said is I owe you an email. Like Whoa. like it was really cool that he remembered me and he remembered totally. that I had emailed him and then he kind of gave me a tip that, you know, by the way, you know, we might be hiring for this new show soon, you know, whatever whatever. Yeah. So, it's just it lets me know that like I, I I'm meeting the right people, I'm making the right impressions, and I just I feel like this is the year. So yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens. We're making moves. Absolutely, and see what I find so fascinating about LA is there's so many people like you and I obviously here trying to get into the entertainment business that, and you know it's what we we constantly constantly think about and hope about and why we're here. Like we literally moved here to find a job and so it's nice to have outlets like a podcast to kind of like you know release some stress like talk about stuff and like you know honestly we may not have zero listeners but but if i can just have fun with you talk to you about whatever the hell i want um you know we have a really fun segments coming up here that we'll introduce you to um yeah i mean if we it, I think that's what's important is like, you know, you have you have this, such this drive, but it's important to take breaks. And for those out there who are looking to maybe move to L.A., Sean's a great example of like what you should do is like, you know, come out here, meet up with people you may know if you don't know anybody like literally he came out here. How did you find about this this like animation uh, group that you have? Uh, well, so when I, before I moved out here, I was living in Utah and I was driving for Uber and 
I was listening to the Animation Network podcast, and I was just binging it. I mean, they had like 50, 60 episodes, and I was just going through it. And um, last November, they announced on their Twitter that they were doing a mixer in L.A. Nice. And when I saw that, I knew instantly, I was like, I need to go to this. I need to figure out how to get there, and I, I need to... Because the thing about Salt Lake is... I had never really interacted with industry professionals out there. They're, yeah. they're really not out there. There's no industry. In fact, over the last few years, a lot of the animation studios out there have closed down. Uh. So, I mean, up until that point, the only professional I had interacted with was one of my college professors. He worked. He actually worked on Disney during like Pocahontas and stuff. He's, oh, he's wow. a really cool guy. That's cool. But uh, I, I planned the trip, and I drove almost 10 hours out to L.A. for yeah. a four-hour meetup. <laughs> you know? But it was it was overwhelming. Yeah. I mean, I was and surrounded by absolutely. I mean, I I was surrounded by storyboard artists on uh, shows on Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network and background artists and designers and people in production and and I was able to just like soak up as much as I could, just like a sponge. And yeah. and the message that was really loud and clear was, you got to be out here where your industry is. Totally. Um. So. Two months later, I moved out here. Like, dude, that was it. That's so bad. That's so awesome. So badass. <laughs> I, I said so bad and then stopped. Uh, it's yeah, terrible. So I, should, I don't <laughs> know so why bad. I did it. Stop. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's cool. That's awesome. Thanks, yeah. man. Uh, what What prompted your move? Okay. Well, um, I moved out, like I said, a year and a half. I've been wanting to move out to LA for quite some time. Um, I would make i have made so many short films you can if you want to look at them jwap productions just type it in google you'll find it um but what really kind of finally prompted me to move out here i wanted to be an actor like you know kind of like what you were saying but then i started like um out of necessity i started to edit and direct my own stuff and then i started to realize that i have a lot more fun with that so um you know, in order to make money doing it and making it a professional career. And I wanted to tell feature length stories. And that was always been in my mind. I've done so many shorts and like short films. And like, I was like, I want to make a feature film. And I, I kind of felt like actually there was two, two big things that finally pushed me. So I was living in Salt Lake as well. Um, and I watched the movie straight out of Compton because nice. If, you know, they went through so much, like so much and still came up on top and are now the biggest um, hip hop rap. Now, some of them, you know, TV actors of all time and through all the stuff they had to go through, like they made it. And so I was like, I have no excuse. Like um, I, I need to get out there and do what I, what I need to do. The second movie I watched was the Chris Farley documentary. Oh, Chris I haven't Farley's, seen that yet. Oh, it's great, and it's 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 pretty cheap right now on Amazon. And uh, uh, I'm a big comedy guy. I really love like all that stuff. So Chris Farley is the man, and like he just talked about how he was he had this like full ride scholarship to like play football or something like that, and then one day he just got on stage with his buddy, and uh, who we'll have to bring on the podcast. I know him. And he got on he got on stage with his buddy and was like, um, you know, and just made people laugh and was like, I want to do this for a living. And then it just showed his career and, it, you know, it just kind of was the same feeling. And, and like, I just, just got this feeling of like, you have no excuse. You have money to move out here. I didn't have a lot, but I had enough. 
And that's another thing. You don't need that much. Like, like don't get me wrong. You'll need enough. You'll need quite a bit. But, yeah. It, it, yeah, if I can add to that. Please. When I was considering moving to L.A., I was, like, researching how much is it going to take. Mm-hmm. And these articles were saying, like, you need $5,000 oh, to yeah. do it comfortably. I had $1,500 to my name. Yeah, that's about what was, uh, <laughs> and, I had. And it got, me, it got me by for, like, a month. But, you know, I found a job. And yeah. then I got settled. Yeah. Like, you can do it. And, you know, we, like, everyone has been told our whole lives, like, you can be whatever you want to be. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why more people don't try and go for it. Yeah. It is hard. It is scary. But. in uh, L.A., I'm just going to be honest with you. Coming from a And you might feel differently. I'm not a huge fan of L.A. It At some moments, it's the best city in the entire world. And I'm like, I can't believe that I'm in this city. But then almost like within minutes or hours or whatever, I'm just like, I hate this freaking city. I hate this town. It's a love-hate relationship. Yeah, it's such a love-hate relationship. Like my ex-wife. But, uh, you know, oh, I was trying to hit the laugh. Because, you know. <laughs> If people don't laugh at my jokes, I can make it happen. So exactly, we have our own audience right here. <laughs> yeah, we have so. our audience right here. So, but yeah. So, anyways, long story short, um, I was uh, yeah. So I moved out here June of 2016, and I've been hustling ever since, and just working hard. Um, editing seems to be the route for some crazy reason. That's another thing I never thought in a million years like. If you told me maybe three-ish, two-ish probably even years ago, like, hey, uh, Watson, you're going to be an editor. I would have been like, no. (laughs) Like, I don't like editing. It's not, you know, that's not my thing. But honestly, I love it. And I've learned to love it. And I get to work in the industry because of it. And I got to work with some amazing people because of it. Oh, I so, mean, uh, tell them some of the the projects that you've worked on and the and the people that you've worked with. Oh well, excuse me. I mean, go uh, brag. You know, well, <laughs> that was me. I pushed. The <laughs> he's he's worked with some some big names already. Uh, yeah, so. I mean, I I do try not. I mean, I know I'm being funny, but I'm really just trying to like, you know, because here's the thing. You you and, I'm, and thank you, but you know, you can literally be working for. Steven Spielberg one day and then living on the streets the next day. <laughs> and I know we're not trying to discriminate people from like coming, but like that's just the reality. And you got to yeah. accept that. So having said that, um, I moved out here. I was getting a lot of editing. Like I, I'm a big improv guy. I love doing improv. So a lot of my improv friends who are into comedies would reach out to me and say, oh, you know how to edit. Can you edit this for me? I'll pay you. And I was like, paying me? That's nice. <laughs> like, because I would edit things, you know, in Utah. No offense against Utah. I just, you know, a lot of people are more doing it for passion, which is great. I think I think you have to start that way. Um, but, yeah, I just kind of started to snowball. So, eventually, I, I got a gig um, with Media Nursery where I got to edit trailers for some big games like Tomb Raider. And, um, so, and now... I want to say this didn't happen overnight. This was probably eight months ish. And to be fair, it it was only because I have edited so many things prior. So you had a good resume coming into it. Yeah. And like I had a reel and everything like everyone kept telling me that. So it didn't just happen overnight. Um, So anyway, but yeah, so, and then ultimately it led to, I edited season three trailer of uh, Grace and Frankie. And then, um, that kind of led to I got to work for Soul Pancake with Rain Wilson, and you, that was you, awesome. Okay, wait. I texted Watson. I don't remember what it was for, but you were just like, 
let me text you back. I'm in Ray and Wilson's office. <laughs> I was like, what? I know. It, that was pretty crazy to be in like. He interviewed you personally. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And to be with, you know, yeah, it was kind of, it was nuts. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I try and downplay all these things because, you know, you just don't want things to go to your head because then you just become an asshole and I don't want to become an asshole. So, yeah. th- you know, I get what you're saying. If you want to have me go into details about things, let me know. But I'm probably just going to skim over it because I don't want to come off bragging. But uh, that led to... So, yeah, did some videos for them. That led to, like, a few other jobs. But I was mostly working for them. Um, And then, yeah, one day um, I was was on LinkedIn. I literally created LinkedIn, like, a week before it because I hate LinkedIn. (laughs) But, hey, if it gets you a job... And I applied for a job um, that was under full screen, blah, 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 blah. Long story short, I currently am a uh, lead editor over at Fox Studios. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, killing it. Okay. He actually oh, he out. actually helped on the live Christmas uh, Christmas story that just happened. Yeah, which I did is Christmas Story Live. Pretty cool. I just did... Uh, um, an X-Files promo. I was very happy about that. Doing a lot of promos for the four. Most of it is focused on promos and stuff like that. But, hey, if I can become a trailer editor, that sounds great to me. So, <laughs> But, yeah, it's pretty fun. I, I'm, I'm pretty... I won't lie, though. If there's, This is going to sound ridiculous. But I had this thought the other day. I have shit in Fox Studios. <laughs> like, I know that, like, everyone's like, everyone always asks me questions of like, oh, that's so... <laughs> everyone's always asks me like, you know, oh, what's like, and don't get me wrong, walking on like, because I work on Fox Studios, but like, everyone... Not, not like, to shit on Fox. Not to sh- literally. <laughs> uh, but like, I don't know. I, I just think like, man, how many like, there's like movie stars that have been here? Cool, whatever. But who else is sat on this yeah, toilet? Who else is who else is shit here? <laughs> Holy shit! So <laughs> I don't know. It's been. And I know that's just a random thing, but that's something I like. Those are the weird things I think about. Of like, yeah, this is cool, but like, who has shit here? <laughs> so no, it is cool. Like you're finally settled. You know, you're financially stable. You for now you've got a regular job. You're not going from gig to gig. No. Um, and and. A couple other like you also did. You did some Smosh work, and you did some work oh, with yes. Kevin Smith. So I just wanted to throw yes, those I did. out there. I did. I just, did I mean, I know like because we're in, we've been in LA long enough. We're we're starting to get used to this stuff. But for someone who's like in the Midwest, they're like, "What? You worked with Kevin Smith? You were interviewed <laughs> by Rain Wilson? Like, uh-huh. it's a cool thing. Like, I don't I don't have that kind of claim to fame. So well, but you're gonna, you're going to happen. <laughs> so real I'll brag soon. for you. But I'm going to say here, I'm going to brag to you or about you. You know. So, Sean didn't mention two things. One, he didn't, maybe he didn't get like an interview, but he did get to draw. Uh, can I say this? Uh, well, we're going to find out. <laughs> we can edit this out if not. Uh, you, he did get to do a interview audition type thing, packet thing for Big Mouth. Oh, yeah. It's called a storyboard test. Storyboard test. And okay. that's, and I, that's really thanks to uh, the gentleman that, who's basement i rent out <laughs> see I mean, he, uh, he's an editor people. he nice. edits for television uh jody mcveigh schultz he's a great guy cool. um should get him on sometime right i would love to have him on and cool. he's he's done work on drunk history awesome. um last chance you and he just did uh big mouth the first season awesome. and 
I don't know what he did, but they sent me a storyboard test. And though I didn't get the position, it was a great experience. Yeah. And now I kind of have that for my portfolio. Yeah. And speaking of portfolio, and then uh, my friend, she has been doing some mm. awesome uh, sketches and things like that. She kind of posted about Facebook about needing a uh, animator. And sometimes when people post, you don't know if you're going to get pay or not. But I always send send it to Sean just in case. And that's the thing is like having friends and, and helping out each other. So I sent that to you. And it's super cool. Like we'll, we'll have to post it on our social media. But like, uh, which by the way, we haven't said TDLA at anything. So Instagram, TDLA, Twitter, TDLA, all yeah. that stuff. We'll get to all that yeah. very soon. But we're going to post it on the social media. So, but that was awesome. So Sean, he like put live action people or he didn't put them there, but with live action footage, he animated awesome, like little woodland creatures. It's awesome. So it's, check it out. Thanks, man. It, yeah. it was a really fun project. I, I worked on it for like a month and, and it paid like a month's rent. Um, so cool. It's, it was about three or four minutes of animation and it was a, it was a good experience. Like I, I animated, I designed, I animated the characters and I even like did the shading and motion tracking awesome. and, and I'm really happy with how it turned out. Um, and that's kind of been my niche is like 2D animation superimposed into live action shots. Awesome. Um, when I was still living in Salt Lake City last summer, I worked on this project for about four months where I would do these vlogs like about animation topics. Yeah. And then each video had like an animated surprise. And I in those videos, I was like eaten by a giant spider. I was lit on fire for the 4th of July. So cool. I, Pokemon Go was really big at the time, so I like spoofed Pokemon Go for one of my episodes. I had a conversation with uh, Cheshire Cat. It was fun. It was a fun project. So yeah, that's kind of my... It's been my niche, I guess, is 2D animation over live action. Awesome. So, and I, I like how it looks. It's it's kind of a cool... It's cool. ...to see. So. I'm a huge fan of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and so yeah, like anytime exactly. that happens, I'm like, this is awesome. I was hoping that... Uh, what was it? Don't Mess with Zorn or Zohan... No, the Adam Sandler? No. Oh, Son of Zorn. Son of Zorn. I was mixing the two. <laughs> Don't mix with the Zorn. Yeah, Son of Zorn. I was hoping that would work because I thought the concept was really good, but maybe people couldn't grasp it. That's a Fox show. but um... Actually, thanks for bringing that up. Huh. Our, our first guest next week, Gia, she interned at Titmouse on Son of Zorn. Oh, cool. So, yeah. Well, great. We'll, have so a lot we'll be to able to about talk it. to her about that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. Well, we, we wanted to get that kind of out of the way. I'm sure, you know, please feel free to ask us any questions. I'm, we're very open about, about that kind of stuff. Um, but we wanted to kind of get it out of the way. At least I wanted to, just because this podcast isn't about, it's especially about our opinions, but we don't want to just sit here and talk about ourselves all day. Everyone does that in a podcast. Mm. We want to make this a little more fun. Um, so we're going to, uh, unless you had something else you want to talk about. Um, I just, yeah, I wanted to get ourselves out of the way like yeah. early in the first episode because it's not it's it's not about that it's 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 kind of about just our experiences here um perspectives i guess because it's it really is a stark contrast coming from salt lake city to los angeles yeah. and we i i have some stories already that totally. i know that we're going to share over time so i'm looking forward to that but uh and on that note <laughs> <laughs> this this one's longer Man, oh yeah that's juicy um, awesome. So uh, now we're going to do a couple different... Uh, well, first we're just going to kind of open discuss about some things. Um, yeah, don't worry. 
so you panic. <laughs> we're gonna first talk about. Uh, we're, we're just gonna talk. We're gonna express our opinions about stuff. You guys, we want you to join in on the conversation as well. We want you, you know, as we talk about these things, and you want. We want to hear your opinions. So, uh, let's jump into our social media. So please, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. YouTube um, and uh, YouTube, a Gmail. So Gmail. TDLA podcast should find most of those things for you. There you go. Um, and yeah, tweet us, ask us questions, yeah. give us your opinion on things. Yeah, we're going to talk about, yeah, with opinions on things, we're going to talk about um, the Logan Paul uh, controversy. <laughs> that little that. shit head. We're going <laughs> to talk about his little controversy. Um, uh, yeah, so feel free to express your opinions about what we say and things like that, and we'll feature them on the episode and stuff. So let's talk about it. So YouTube is a huge... Okay, sorry. Let's let the audience know in case they don't know what happened. If you've been living under a rock. <laughs> uh, so basically what happened, a real big famous YouTuber or up and coming famous YouTuber. It depends on what you think because he has 5 million views uh, or 5 million subscribers. Uh, but you I'd know, say that's doing all right. Yeah, I mean, compared to me, I only have a, a thousand, so whatever. Uh, I yeah. only have like four million. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dang. Um, but yeah, he. Uh, but see, now he may not have as many like subscribers as like PewDiePie or someone like that. But he also hasn't started as long. Um, he's. But see, what counts is is he gets views. Like he's he's hitting eight million, six million views a video, which is insane. I don't know anything about this guy. Dude, I, don't. I saw his face and I didn't Just... like it too much. So, <laughs> see, and like I, I'm a big. Uh, you'll probably find this out with our. We're gonna do another segment later on about funny clips and stuff. I love Vine, Vine and that's where Logan Paul came from. But Logan was never someone who like spoke to me necessarily. Like he, like I've never been a big fan of his to begin with. However, I will say out of so there's there's two of them. There's Logan Paul and Jake Paul. I know way too much, dude. I'm They're sorry. not related to Aaron Paul, are they? No. Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be interesting. Um, but see, Jake Paul got famous obviously because of his brother. But Jake Paul was like burning. Uh, mattresses in the back of his like pool and like he was like causing all this trouble with his neighbors and he lives in a super huge house. I think I heard stories about this guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like the Los Angeles News went to go interview him. He climbed on their car and like dude. So so because of that honestly I was like okay Logan Paul is actually the more mature older brother. He is older but I was like okay I actually respect Logan Paul a little bit better. I'm not going to say a I lot. Mean, in comparison, it's not that hard to look mature. But <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, get, I see what you mean. Yeah. Well, the big news is uh, Logan Paul went to uh, Japan, and while he was there in Japan, he was doing a couple vlogs. That's his. That's his thing. And they decided to go to the Suicide Forest, um, which. I mean, that's not what they call it, obviously, but that's just what it's, it's like known nickname, for. Yeah. yeah, it's what it's known for. Japan has a very, you know, they suicide is not something they talk about. It's looked, it's looked down on. It's you know, and so it causes a lot of unfortunate suicides. And so, well, this YouTuber, while he's filming, decides to go into the forest, and as he goes into the forest, he encounters a dead body. Now, Sean. This is a question. If you encounter a dead body, like... I immediately start filming it. 
<laughs> well, great. That is an And I live stream it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, then you'll get along with this guy. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Uh, so, yeah, in my mind, go call the authorities, which, to be fair, he does. However, before he does that, he's filming, like, he zooms in, he gets close-ups, like, he's making jokes, and, like, uh, and, you know, it's not just a dead body, this body, you know, committed, you know, he, not this body, this person, I'm sorry, this person has committed suicide. So, yeah, this, this has really pissed me off lately, and, and... So let's talk, like, what are your thoughts about it, first off? Like, what is just your generalized thoughts? Like, when you first, when you first, wow, when you first heard these words, what was, like, your first kind of impressions? The the first time I ever heard about this was actually, um, I follow a lot of artists on Instagram, and one of them put on their story, they were like, if you're still following Logan Paul after this, then you can go ahead and unfriend me. And I was like, what? what is this about? Interesting. So that's when I looked into it. Do you know who it was? Um, no, I, oh, okay. it was just, it was so just somebody who like illustrates okay, that cool. I follow on Instagram. Gotcha. But, um, so I looked into it and yeah, you know what? Like the kid, I don't know how old he is. He's, he's young, younger than me, I think. Yeah. And he's just used to he's doing, 22. I think he's just used to doing like these outrageous videos and he's trying to push limits and get views. And, like Kathy Griffin, he just took it too far. Oh, yeah. You know, he yeah. took it too far. and Just Kathy Griffin didn't do it with an actual head. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> she so... didn't kill someone and take a picture. Yeah. Um, so, I but mean... That's I, an interesting thought, though. Even though, even though, like, I don't like his face, like, I feel bad for the situation he's in now because, yeah. like, he built this kind of thing for himself and it's like, it, it seems like it's kind of crashing down and who knows, like, wh- how he's going to bounce back from it. Yeah. But, but yeah, he did take it too far, and you, it it's far. hard to to see it coming. But he didn't he didn't really play it safe either, you know. He, no, I guess he he prefaced the video with like, "Oh, this has graphic content." Yeah, and, and he was stuff. like saying he was like trying to make it all like serious and like, you know, and he tried to have like a positive spin at the end. But you still reported but he missed it. it. Yeah, he like missed I, I'm it. not even gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you. You know, I would have actually watched the video, like, if it went this way. If it started off with him being, like, his goofy self and then was like, we're going to go in here and we're going to find a body. And then if the camera cuts to black and is, like, you know, like, in title says what happened and then he comes back and is serious, didn't show the body and was like, we, you know, we came in. We were we were immature about it or something or whatever or, you know, like, you know, because... I'm going to be honest, like, there were times, like, in my childhood where I was like, I'm going to go into this spooky house because I know someone was murdered. And I think that was the mentality of what he was thinking. But suicide's a very real thing, you know? And, and, and because he was so outside of, the, uh, outside of their culture, he mm. couldn't understand it. But I think I would have actually watched the video and appreciated Logan a lot better if he didn't show it, had this, like, sincere, like, one-on-one talk with, like, him and his audience and just says, like... I'm I'm flabbergasted. I don't know what you know, but the damn fool showed the video and like, you know, we're, I'm gonna get personal with you know you all. I mean, I have lost you know, and I'm not saying I'm the only one. I'm sure many of you have have lost someone. I've lost two people to suicide, two really good friends to suicide, and it's and I can just like if in my mind if I knew that someone found them and like recorded them and like. He said some like shitty jokes. Did you hear what like some jokes no. he said? Some some friend was like, "I don't feel good," and then his joke his joke back to him was, um, 
uh, what you never been next to a dead body before <laughs> and then started laughing and like a lot of people because I post this on social media and a lot of social media people are like I like that's how like you know when when you when you're trying to cope with something that's that serious like you don't know how to handle yourself and I'm like totally I get that but film it <laughs> you know that's in my end in the end all the other stuff can be debated but in that core thing, he filmed it. He showed it to kids. Mm, and my last true. point is, is like he has a demographic that are underage. Like most people who watch his stuff are underage. My little cousin, she's I think fourteen, fifteen. She watched it, and I know that's not too young, but to me, she's young. Like I've I've you know I've known her her whole life. Like she's she's you know she's a very mature person, but she saw it. She saw the full video over the weekend. Before it was taken down, and like, I don't know, it, it was kind of he something... has like a responsibility. He um, does at least, you know, he... it affects his content. Isn't just affecting him; it affects so many people. Well, unfortunately, like sometimes we don't know where the line is until we've already crossed it, and that's just what happened to him, you know. And I, I fear doing that all the time. I've always, or I've slipped up and like said something inappropriate at the wrong time or whatever. But yeah. this was just on a huge scale. Yeah, and. I guess we'll just see what happens to his career at this point. I mean, yeah. I think he still has followers. Um, I've, I've heard He's people... He's taking a break currently. Uh, yeah, I've heard people be like, oh, well, he demonetized it. So people are like trying to justify why they yeah. can still follow him. So good luck, to, good luck to him, I guess. I think he'll still keep going. And I just think he'll still... You know, the, the other big issue is YouTube in general. But that's, that's a whole other issue. I'm sure we can go down that path some other time. Um, I don't want to focus on this too much because... Um, I think we can all agree that uh, that uh, Era, uh, Sean, you're Sean. Mm-hmm. I think we can all agree. <laughs> I was going to say Aaron Paul because you put that in oh. your brain now. <laughs> uh, I think we can all agree that Logan Paul is a piece of shit. Right, everybody? Can we agree? By a round of applause. By a round yeah. of applause. You got two applauses going on. <laughs> Woo. All right. That's a lot of it. You all agree. That's nice. Um, so, yeah, that's all I really want to talk about. What do you guys think? Hit us up. What do you guys think about this? Is it going to affect entertainment? Is it going to affect YouTube? Let us know what you guys think. Let us know your opinions. So, um, The next thing we want to talk about, and I think the final thing for this segment, is The Last Jedi. Last Jedi. <laughs> it, it, has caused, it has caused some interesting let's, conversation. Uh, let's preface this with, there yes. might be spoilers. We're, oh, yes. In fact, they're, pro- they're almost most there likely will be will spoilers. Be spoilers so. There will be spoilers. So, please, if you haven't seen it, whoa. <laughs> but, it, you know, hey, oh, more power to you. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're, I think there definitely is going to be some spoilers. So. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, I mean, let's first just talk about what our general thoughts are. What, what did you think about Last Jedi? Uh, beautiful film. Very well acted. Great cast. Um, I just, I mean, Disney is obviously appealing to kids now. Like mm-hmm. they're trying to appeal to kids. Porgs. And there were just like some, some kind of cheap laughs. Laughs? Laughs? Is laughs yeah, plural laughs. for laughs? <laughs>, <laughs> there were, I mean, like the, the, the real like WTF moment for me was, was when Luke was milking that thing. Oh my gosh. What the hell? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Like. Yeah, you want to show like the crazy stuff that he does on the island to to get by, but 
it was just it was just a little too much. Sure. I almost feel like Mark Hamill was like, "You want me to do what?" <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Mark Hamill was pretty upset. At least it sounded like with this movie, but well, I, I, did you see the video where he he said like, "This isn't my Luke," mm-hmm. like, and, and and see he has since put out like a an apologizing statement. But yeah, I mean, but see, and that's the thing is like he hadn't he didn't see the movie yet. Mm. Like that just was his opinion, and now that he's seen the movie, you know. But yeah, sorry. Keep going. So what? So what would you like? Let's just real quick. Good, bad. What in your opinion? Good, and I would I would suggest you know if you like Star Wars or you like sci-fi, like definitely check it out. It's I yeah. mean, you have a huge budget film with a lot of big names on it. Like you're going to get a quality product. It's just. They have they have this angle, like I said, where they're they're trying to appeal. They want to sell merch. They want to do all these things. So, so they have like these kind of like cheap jokes that fell flat for me sometimes. But, yeah. um, but I get it. I get what they're trying to do, and I I still enjoyed it overall. Still beautiful, and I'd watch it again. Totally. Yeah, I I'm gonna agree with you. I think I think it was a good movie. I, I get why people are mad uh, about it. I don't know why they're like super mad, but. I, I I really liked it. To me, I feel like it was a it was a Star Wars heist movie. Which you know, <laughs> Rain, uh, Ryan Johnson is known for his heist movies, so, or at least two of them. And so, oh, okay. uh, I could feel that's why there was some of that in there. Um, but like, what I appreciate about it is it is you know, Force Awakens. A lot of people complained about how it was so much like the originals, but then like this movie comes out, which is nothing like the originals. And then in, they're complaining that it's not like, you know? Yeah. And like me, I like that. Like, like I, I was really worried about, you know, finding out about Luke. I was so big on, I feel like as a character, he needed to start a Jedi temple, which he does. Spoilers, but he, he does, which is awesome. So that was my only thing. I'm glad he did. And like, I loved the whole thing with Kylo Ren. I think Kylo Ren, honestly, is one of my favorite characters of like, now I don't want to be too crazy. I'll say at least of these of these new ones. I need to process the as the series uh, the saga. Can I say that mm. as a whole? But Kylo Ren is so interesting to me. He's just um, there's just so much to his character. Yeah, you know, and and the reveal with him and Luke was like, oh what? Well, so. I know. Oh my god! <laughs> did did you see that coming? No. Yeah. So that was cool. No, I mean I I knew that something had to have happened, but like it totally made sense. My, my tiny little gripe about it, about, um, and I'm still trying to, to figure out, is Luke, so spoilers, but Luke dying at the end was really something I was not a fan of. Like I was, I was confused. Yeah, I was confused. I was like... Not just because I didn't want him to die, but he shows up, he yeah. fights... The projection goes away, and then he dies. And so I was like, "Well, why didn't he just show up in person then?" Yeah. <laughs> like, it kind of makes him feel like to me feels like a coward. But it's like, and then a lot of people are saying, "Well, he didn't have a way to get out, get there." And I'm like, "Well, oh, maybe he okay. could have got the ship out." You know, there's like a part where his okay, ship's in there, good. but maybe it's not working. I don't know. <laughs> but regardless, I was like, my biggest thing about it was, so Luke literally put himself on exile. Because of what he did to Kylo Ren, right? And like, literally, he was thinking about killing his nephew. <laughs> that's that's a big deal. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. um, he hates himself for it, and obviously, he pays the ultimate price that you know Kylo 
uh, Ben turns and kills everybody and, you know, basically starts the dark side as we know it now. I think but, it just goes to show that uh, for every shitty kid, there's like a bad parent. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. They were raised bad. Yeah. So Kyle, I mean, I guess Han Solo and Leia, not very great either. Kylo Ren didn't have to be a shitty person, but, you know, some some stuff happened to him, and this yeah. is, that's how he turned out. He had a lot to live up, <laughs> up to. So, um, But, yeah, but ultimately, like, in the end, why I didn't like it was that... Um, I like the movie. Sorry, I meant I meant finding out Luke has passed. The reason why I didn't like that Luke has passed is that I felt like because Ray says, um, "Oh, I felt like he passed and it was peaceful." That's my Ray impersonation. <laughs> and um, but I was like, really, like you fight him once as a projection, and you feel fine. Like that's it. Like you. That's all like, you needed. That's all you need. Like that doesn't make sense. Like to me, it just didn't make sense that he spent all, all those years. years yeah. All those years, Kylo was like, man, if he would just fight me once as a projection, I'd be, <laughs> I'd be okay. That's it. I would turn to the light side, <laughs> which is another thing that I that I thought about during this is I was like, if Kylo Ren turned to the light side. Right, because we were really hinting about how he might. Well, that was that was a cool thing. Was like, who's gonna turn? Yeah, you know, Ray or Kylo. Yeah, but like, let's say, let's just like, let's just say, you know, Kylo Ren decides, like, oh, you know what, I'm gonna turn to the light side. Like, okay, so if they're like, okay, great, thanks, and then are they immediately gonna put handcuffs on him and are like, okay, thank you, because you just like he killed. Four entire planets. Like, he murdered four entire planets. He was a part of that. He killed tons of Jedi. Like, we can't just forgive him for that, right? Just because he's like, all right, well, maybe at the very last second, he's just going to be like, you got me. I'll, I'll turn to the light side. Ugh. Right. So that he can... <laughs> just... be like, well, if you do that, then we'll just... We'll excuse All everything right. else. Yeah, but I think everything's good. Come it makes me. Maybe. It makes me think of that. Did you see the BP oil spill episode of South Park where no. they make the they make the apology commercial and they're like we're sorry and he's like petting a seal <laughs> it's just like a That's hilarious yeah a half-assed apology yeah but... that would be funny for something like that <laughs> oh my gosh but yeah i mean but the, the reason why i wanted to talk about this is like how do we feel like the reaction because like so many people like i don't know if you saw on rotten tomatoes critics gave it like a 93 percent but uh fans gave it a 54 percent now I'm not I I'm not someone who goes on to Rotten Tomatoes and puts in my scores, and I know not every fan did this, but it was enough to tip the scales. Like, what is your thoughts about like fans reacting to this? Like, what do you do? You think it's like I don't know. Like, do you think it's needed? Do you think it's just like, or why did they do that? Look, Star Wars has been around for a while and it has a very strong following. The the their fans. Are, like their passion runs deep yeah and i just i think no matter what you do with star wars some of the fans aren't going to be happy with it yeah um so that's just that's what we're seeing like you can't appeal to everyone and yeah they're, they're they did some interesting stuff with the story but that's what they're doing you yeah. know so it's like you either you either go with it i mean i guess it's okay to express your opinion but yeah but yeah, it's people care uh, care very much about Star Wars, and they have their entire lives, and and I guess there's just a lot of expectation with yeah. with this new trilogy, and 
You know, Sean, I'm glad you brought that up because I actually have, uh, I, I, I was at uh, PetSmart getting stuff for my pet. And uh, I actually, uh, uh, oh, oh, what was that? Yeah, actually, Did I hear something. I, yeah, I am actually. I hope you don't mind. I invited a Star Wars butthurt fan oh. to come and be on the podcast. Is that okay? Yeah, let's I'm see what they have out. to say. I need it. You know, I'm obviously obsessed with shit, so I'm gonna go step out and take one. And oh. uh, we're just gonna get we're gonna get him on. So if you'll, you'll excuse me one second, let me get him. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. How are you? Hey, how's it going? Good, good. Uh, what's your name? Okay, my name is Robert. Robert. Um, it's good to be here. Yeah, it's good to have you, Robert. Your so, sound equipment is very ill. Ill? You're not great. No, Thanks. this is not good sound equipment. Oh, like I was thinking ill is in the good ill, but like you're okay. saying like we need to step up our game. Yes, I, I, you need two H4Ns, you need two Microsoft surfaces, and then you call this water, you need purified, filtered water. Alkaline, yeah, no, I understand. Alkaline, yeah, exactly. <laughs> So Watson says that you're here because you have some beef with the new Star Wars. I do. I have some really big beef, and um, <laughs> I think it. Don't laugh. I think that it's. Um, uh, sorry, I'm a little. I'm a little intimidated by the live studio audience. Hi, my name is Robert. Yeah, everybody. everyone, give him a round of applause for Robert. Um, thank you. Thank you for ending it quickly. Um, so I, yeah, I have some beef with Star Wars. Um, Especially this last one, I think it's really bad. Yeah? Yes. Now, the beef that you have, is it seasoned? Is it seared? Okay. <laughs> Humor. I think that's... <laughs> see, that, that's that's my first problem with this last one. I Star need to stop laughing at you, Robert. It, it's okay. It, you know, my, my Star Wars shirt, it, you know, the Chewbacca touching uh, Princess Leia's boob is really funny. So, um, but I... Uh, uh, so that's my biggest problem, though, was the... Uh, exhibit a the humor I, I think the humor in star wars made us feel like children i feel like it was not you know I, uh, they could have had a little more highbrow humor and um absolutely yeah i think i think those porgs were basically the jar jar binks of this of this uh generation and were, were the porgs the little cute things on the ship okay you don't know what a porg is um I don't know all the names of all the different species okay, of Star yes, Wars. Okay, yes, porgs no. are, are the new gen... Oh, my gosh. They're the cutesy yeah, little guys. Yes. The, the in, in the promo, there's a shot with... Uh, it's, all, it's almost all There's a porgs. shot with Chewbacca, and there's the porg on the thing, and he's yes. like... Ah! Yep, that's it. And it's like that really son it's of supposed a to be cute. I hate it. I think it's stupid, and it shouldn't have been on there. You know what? It probably sold a lot of merch. Well, good for them, but <laughs> I'm a fan, for one, who's not going to watch the next movie... Um, you don't want to see how it ends? I won't. You've unless, seen two out of three. Well, they hurt me. So, <laughs> I mean, unless unless Lando Calrissian makes a new, it makes an iteration, then um, let me tell you another thing. Let me tell you another thing. Ray, like, why is Ray in charge? Like, why is she a part of this? Like, I get it. She's hot. I think she's very pretty. I date her. What was her name? So, wait, you're saying that she's Daisy in Ridley. charge because she's hot? Uh, I'm... I'm saying I would put her in charge because she's okay. Stop! You're you're making you're making fun of me, and because you're making fun of me, okay. The audience is now laughing. Come on, audience. Let's 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 keep it down for for please, please. for our guest. Thank you. Um, so, anyways, Star Wars is 
Um, it needs to go into a new direction. Otherwise, it's going to end up like the prequels. And honestly, I feel like the prequels were better compared to this movie. The prequels were great. How are you feeling about the spinoffs? Like what? Rogue One. Rogue, rogue, like rogue shit one, more like. Oh, really? I hate it. Everyone, everyone else is saying that like that's been the best one so far. I was so distracted because of the stupid anim- or the 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 thing on on uh, on Leia and uh, what's his face. Mm, I hear you. I don't have to know all their names. Okay, I know what porgs are. <laughs> all right, and that's I know all what Midichlorians are. Midichlorians are stupid. I watch I watch Star Wars Machete Order. Okay, have you heard of Machete Order? No, but you're talking about the Danny Trejo machete? No, okay. You know what? That's it. I'm going to go. I'm going to leave now. Okay. Uh, right. Well, it was I, nice having you. I'll come back anytime, but I'm done with this. Can we have so, one, one more round of applause for our guest? Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And I think Watson's done shitting. Yeah. Watson? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm back. All right. All right. Watson. <laughs> See you, shithead. <laughs> Awesome. All right. So that well, was that was really go? fun. Was that it? was yeah. That was a good okay. guess. Where did you find him? Like I said, PetSmart. He was just uh, oh yeah, yeah yeah. He was buying betta fish. Betta fish. Yeah. He's just. I guess he just puts two betta fish in the same tank together and just like lets a, them kill each like other. Like a chicken but fight. I guess, which is not a good thing. We shouldn't. You know. Or I'm sorry. Cockfight. Cockfight. Yeah. Yes. Got to be politically correct. Yes. Um. Wow. How did it go? Was that okay? Uh. You know, like I said, the passion runs deep with these yes. with these fans. Absolutely. And um, he he doesn't like porgs. Okay. But uh, I I wish he would watch the third one. Maybe that one would change his mind. Okay. And if it didn't, at least he'd like he'd be like, yeah. okay, well that one sucked. Robert, but we'll if move you're on still listening, that's our. I mean, he just stormed out here. Yeah. He just walked out. He he grabbed some of my. I have spaghetti waiting for me out here. He took my garlic bread. And just walked out the door. Just the garlic bread. What's garlic hey, bread without spaghetti? I don't know. I'm not. You know, I'm not him, and I don't know what happened. So, all right. All right. Well, all right. I think that ends that discussion on that. Um, yeah, that's yeah, uh, that's great. Those are our two topics for the day. Let's yeah. uh, feel free to discuss yours. Or, you know, like I said, let us know what you guys think of Star Wars. Yes, email us at TDLA Podcast. Tweet Ooh, us. You tweet know, all us, these things. All that fun stuff. Cool. Um. Sweet. So the next thing we have planned, uh, I need to look it up. This is our first one, guys, so it's going to be a little rocky, but hey, excuse me. That's just how it goes. Um, is that right? Yeah, if you want, <laughs> okay. if, you, if you had something for it. Uh, I mean, sure. Uh, I just, I don't know if we have music, though. I, I mean, I've got some sample stuff on here, but... Psychedelic guitar. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds cool. Yeah. I don't, I don't we'll, think that's we'll the kind it. of tone. Yeah, for... I'll find it and we'll pass it. So we won't do that. We won't do that segment. Okay. Um, then can we get into the one I'm excited for? Let's see. Let me pull this up. Yes. Okay. Sean, take it away. What's our next one? So this segment, um, I'm really looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to continue doing it in the future. This is called Don't You Dare Laugh. Me and Watson are going to go back and forth sharing uh, video clips and trying to make the other person laugh. Yes. We, we have uh, three clips each. Okay. So, Well, this time around I only have one. But okay. after that... Well, it's, it's one, but it's a compilation, you say. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, who, so how who, should we do it? Who wants to go first? I say you're a little more prepared than me. So let's, say, let's have you... Do all uh, three? 
however you want, because I only have the one. Remember, or well, the one compilation. Okay, I mean, I, I thought if we did one at a time, you'd have time to calm down. But if I do all three, it might oh, you might not be able to hold it in. I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, up to you. You pick. All right, we'll we'll do them, and then we'll play your compilation. And okay. So here, so little context. Uh, yes. This first clip is, and I hope you haven't seen these because okay. a, a couple of these have already gone viral. But have you seen the the drunk Scottish man trying to say "purple burglar alarm"? <laughs> no. I have not. That's, that's exactly what this is. Okay, great. <laughs> so am I listening to it or are we watching it? Uh, it's just an audio. Okay, let's hear it. So Scottish drunk Scottish man saying purple bur- trying to say purple burglar alarm. Okay. <laughs> purple burglar alarm. Purple burglar alarm. <laughs> no. No. Fuck off, Dean. Purple burglar alarm. Purple. A purple burger alarm. Purple. 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 How fucking hard is this? Purple. Don't you do that? Burglar This is really hard. Okay, I'll pause it. Okay. Oh man, that was rough. The video pretty good. That was rough. I couldn't handle that. Oh, I didn't break, but good job. That good was job. hard because I was trying to start strong. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one to start strong. Oh, what did you goodness. think, dude? Well, so like, I'm interested to see the video. So it's like they're just dude, like standing in a parking lot at night. They've obviously like maybe outside of a bar. Okay. And it seems like it's a group of British people, and they've got like a Scottish friend with them, oh, man. and he's just he's shit house. Oh jeez. And I don't know why he can't say purple. Can, can, Purple burglar alarm. I have to think about it though. Purple. Oh, I'm drunk, guys. Purple burglar alarm. There we yeah. go. Yeah, that's that's fun. One more go. Oh, no, hold on. A little more. Purple. Purple burglar. burglar. It's not even sounding right. Oh my gosh, that's great. Oh man. Good I job. always love those kind of videos. <laughs> that was hard, though. Whew. Good job. I, I would you. say you passed the first round. Thank you. Thank you. I tried. <clears throat> this next clip is really quick and simple. It's a mother teaching her daughter the planets. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Jupiter. Jupiter. Saturn. Saturn. Uranus. Uranus. What? Uranus. No, Uranus. My anus. <laughs> My anus. <laughs> oh, oh man. kids, kids, kids are always the funniest, man. Kids Your are always anus, the Watson. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you're right. I think it's getting harder and harder <laughs> as it goes. My anus. <laughs> and now we have that sound, <laughs> sound bit into everything. Oh my god! Oh, good job. Thank I mean, you. that's hard, dude. I'm hearing like heavy breathing out of the nose, so I, I, I'll, I'll say that doesn't count as laughter just yet. Okay, because you, you need to like on. break. You're right, but from now on. Okay, mm. this one, this one went viral in like 2014. Okay, it's a classic. It's a street performer dude in New York. He looks like Tom Hanks from uh, Castaway. Okay, but he's actually got, gotten quite a following now. His name is Matthew Silver, and 
he's just crazy. He just like stands around topless and holds up uh, cardboard signs that say love on them and gets okay. people to dance. Uh-huh. And this is someone asking him, what's the meaning of life? All right, here we go. <laughs> okay. What do you think the meaning of life is? To live and to live in a mystery and to find purpose and to I live the music. in the now magic <sighs> now <laughs> he did the fart I did not do the fart oh he did that with gosh. his mouth at the very end <laughs> so that's the meaning of life yeah oh my god to live in the magic magic <laughs> magic <laughs> is magic <laughs> there you go you got me that last one definitely got one. me oh my gosh that was like that was hard that to was live really in the moment <laughs> So, All right, buddy. Where's where's yours at here? Put it up here. So, like I laugh. said, I'm a huge fan of Vine. So this was a Vine that I fell in love with. This was actually towards the end of Vine, one of the last of these bad boys. So, um, Just pulling it up here. Gonna pull it up. Gives a second. By the way, if you guys have any funny glips and stuff that you want us to watch to try and get us to laugh, there's always that option. Yes, yeah, send us Please stuff. Please send us stuff. Maybe we can do like a viewer-inspired. Yeah, we'll um, do a try not to laugh with a viewer-submitted yeah, material. That's a, That'll, that's a great idea. That'll be fun. Uh, I made this really hard for Sean, just so you know. I will make this much easier well, like we have a, you know, We have a system now that, that we're going to use. This is a little clunky for our first episode but we got it yeah we'll get it paste there we go there it is all right here we go just gonna start right in oh maybe this first let's uh mute this if we can no we're gonna we can skip it right now oh skip it yeah Yeah. hold on (laughs) sorry everybody we're figuring this out okay here we go Yeah, I'm not gonna laugh. Not, and you have to do the full thing. Parkour! Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. <laughs> Jeez. Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. <laughs> oh my gosh. Stop that. Okay. Parkour! Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. Oh, we gotta skip up a little bit. Jesus Christ, that's Jason. <laughs> We've talked about it. Let me speak. Jesus Christ, that's Jason. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. Don't be rude. Hey, buddy. Hey. Hey, Gravity it's Falls. Okay. Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. So they're showing a bunch of different clips and then this they're cutting back to. This is my favorite. Jesus Christ. <laughs> They're showing like people doing things, and then it's cutting to this guy saying, "Oh, it's Jason Bourne." Yes. So yeah, this was a vine. This was a vine trend that was happening for a while. But yeah, one of my favorites. We'll post this. But one of my favorites is uh, there's a little kid, and he's he has a Mickey Mouse. Uh, you okay? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were telling me something. No. He has a Mickey Mouse. Um, 
Pinata. Pinata. And he's hitting it with the stick and nothing's happening. So he just chucks the stick and starts beating it up. And then, yeah, it goes to him. Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. Yeah. <laughs> it's a short video, so we're still going. Here we go. Jason Bourne. I still haven't got him yet. Right, oh, SpongeBob. Your time is up. Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. <laughs> got you. Oh, I forgot not to. Oh, man. Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, nice! The old like Star, Star Wars, Wars kid. Star Wars classic. Yeah. I'm fast as fuck, boy. Jesus Christ, that's Jason. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got gotcha. you. So that that's was good. True. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I love that kind of stuff. Like I love when people just kind of like jump on, and that's what I loved about Vine. Okay, I know a lot of you out there are like Vine sucks, but like what I loved about Vine was just the fact that it. Um, it was basically just an improv game. People would come up with a meme, you jumped in on the meme, and then you just made a whole bunch of stuff. It was it was a lot of fun. So Magic. <laughs> Yeah, see now we gotta put in there Jesus Christ, it's Jason yeah. Bourne. That's true. <laughs> or maybe just Jason Bourne or something. Um That was awesome. fun. That, that was be... way fun. And we'll have more fun with the we'll, and I'll be a little more prepared with mine like he does with the different clips. Oh, okay, man. our final segment. Yes. Um, believe it or not, we have listener email. Boom. And actually, you know, I got it. I got a little song that I can intro here with. Let's do it. Listener email. Yeah. Boom, okay. baby. So this is from Bailey. Bailey asks, "Who in the entertainment industry has had the greatest impact in the last fifty years?" I'm going to go ahead and say he's asking the greatest impact overall, like on the world, not on ah. us personally. So in a, in general. And he doesn't say film or – he says, who in the entertainment industry has had the greatest impact in the last 50 years? Man, um, let me think about that. Um, I'll throw mine out. Yeah, go ahead. If you already know. I mean, it's, it's going to sound cliche, but I'm going to say Spielberg. Yeah. I, I mean, the – for 50 years, yeah. The guy, he really changed the, the game with horror with Jaws. Yeah. And the cool thing about, the thing the cool thing he did with that is he showed that you don't always have to show the monster mm-hmm. to scare people. And yeah. it was it was the hinting of his presence that was, that was really successful. You know, totally. like seeing the dock move and seeing the water and like, you don't you don't see the shark until the end, but you're still scared and totally. And that's masterful to be able to do. Jaws is like my that. favorite Spielberg movie for sure. Yeah, it changed the game. Yeah, and he's just he his cinematography is incredible. His storytelling, his attention to detail, um, and I think he's just influenced so many yep. filmmakers after him. So yep. that that was a pretty quick, easy go to for me. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to just agree with you on that. I don't think we'll ever have another Spielberg. Like that's that's what's interesting is that I feel like film used to be very very like limited to like who could actually like direct movies and stuff like that, but um, I feel like nowadays it's almost like hell if you could if you can get a camera and like it's half decent uh, you could use your phone now and you could post it to YouTube and you're a filmmaker you know and so and there's a lot more directors like than back then. And I think he created that doorway for sure. And I mean, 
Yeah, I don't think I've met someone who's like, I don't like Steven Spielberg's movies, but I won't lie, in L.A., you'll probably find one, because there's people out here who just love to be like that, so... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But, cool. All right, he also asks, what is something that L.A. does or doesn't have that Utah does that surprised oh, you? Oh, interesting. So, good comparison. Um, so, that doesn't have that Utah has? Yeah. Um, you know the the first thing that comes to my mind uh, when I met I think it was your your old roommate she's like hmm. there's no Hawaiian barbecue out here and I started seeing Hawaiian barbecue everywhere after that <laughs> I was like you're just not looking I guess yeah 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 but what I haven't seen is Cafe Rio oh yeah I haven't seen you have a to go Cafe all the way Rio. up to like Santa Clarita to get yeah Cafe I guess Rio. and so I I guess they do exist but like in our immediate vicinity yeah. I have not seen one and. If you do not know what sweet pork is, <laughs> oh, mama, go, yeah. get, go get you some sweet pork, okay? Sweet pork and then thank us later. <laughs> yes. Well, if you're ever like wondering what heaven is like, <laughs> this isn't it, but it's like the closest thing. Yeah, <laughs> one of those. Yeah, um, I'm also gonna say what I what I thought was really interesting um, that Utah Utah tends to have a little more friendlier people. And I, I think most small town people do. I'm not saying this is limited to Utah. Um, but what I mean by that is when I first moved out here, I was like, in Utah, normally, uh, when you're like walking down the street or someone or you know, or something or like you're, you're like at the mall or something or like, uh, you know, when you see it, like if you and another stranger are walking towards each other, very normal thing to do in Utah is to like nod or say hi or like something like that. Nothing crazy or whatever, but like here in Utah or here in Utah, <laughs> here in LA, it's like the first time someone walks past you and you say, hi, they're like, yeah, how high do you want to get, man? Like, you know, it's like, <laughs> like what you, you carry it? <laughs> yeah. You carry it. Like, what are you selling, bro? Or like, you know, it, they or like, everyone is so focused on themselves that, and you know, to be fair, like you're going to like if you ever move out here or if you, or you know or just notice this if you come out and visit um or if you do live here you know exactly what i'm talking about uh people are so in their own world and like they are so in charge of their own world their driving becomes that way like they're like it, they're very much like not considerate of others well i feel like smaller towns are like very considerate of others a couple of reasons that i think that is is first when you come from a place like salt lake or a small town like that there's not a huge um, difference in like class. Mm -hmm. It's everyone's kind of middle class and mm -hmm. we're all kind of in the same spot. Sure. Whereas in LA, you've got extremely rich Holy. and extremely poor. True. And they're living like just right on top each of each other. Yeah. And so, so yeah, you have that, th those different levels of society. Totally. Um, and then another thing. <clears throat> What was my other point? Oh, I I, th I feel like Utah is very like family oriented, and yeah. LA is like very just career oriented. Totally. And so like when you're when I grew up in Utah, I mean I I was raised Mormon. Um, the focus was like get married, have a family. This you know that that was kind of what they were telling you out here. It's like get rich become or die successful, <laughs> doing yeah doing whatever, just make money. So, so yeah, the, there's different priorities and just the, the class, the, the, the classes are totally stark contrast. So. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's, that's exactly a fair point. Yeah. Do we have any more? Oh yeah. 
<laughs> this okay. Watson, since oh. you love to shit. Okay. <laughs> would you rather take a shit when whenever you hear All Star by Smash Mouth oh. or would you rather have All Star by Smash Mouth blare whenever you take a shit? Okay, read that again. Let me I want to make sure I understand this. So, this is a very serious question. So, when you are shitting, yes. you hear it. Okay. Or when you hear that song, you have to shit immediately. Okay. Well, I feel like I'd rather be shitting and then Smash Mouth happening. Because nowadays, Smash Mouth is such a big meme now. I feel like you'd be just shitting all over the place and unexpectedly. Like, it doesn't. he doesn't mention that you can control it or anything, right? No. So yeah. I think, in my mind, I'd rather just be in the Fox bathroom and just hearing somebody once told me the world. <laughs> We're not, we don't right have, right we, next to, you know, some famous actor in the next song. Know, he's like, oh, I love this song. Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, uh, that's a good question. Uh, I Nobody ever wants to uh, shit themselves unexpectedly. Exactly. So I guess the, what you have to weigh is, are you okay with that happening once in a while when yes. you hear All-Star or... Are you okay with hearing All Star like basically every day of your life? Yeah. Maybe multiple times depending on your diet. <laughs> true. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, and does he say All Star or is it just Smash Mouth? It's All Star by Smash Mouth. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, it is their best song. <laughs> Unless, like, then I saw her face. But then, to be fair, that's not even a Smash Mouth song, that's a cover. That's so. true. But, all, all right. right, so let's. We got your buddy Jimmy. Uh, Jim Bob. Jim Bob is listening. Some questions. I think he would, but. This one's pretty real. Just what do you do to stay positive? Whoa. Uh, well, I took the lead on this one. What about you? What do you do to stay positive? Uh, well, I guess I can start out by saying, like, yes, the first year in LA was an emotional roller coaster, mm. lots of ups and downs. And. I feel like this year I've got a handle on it, and nice. that's honestly because I've been focusing on my my health. Like, um, and I don't know, I don't know if it's if I'm balancing my chemicals inside or what, but I just I feel better. I have more energy, and I'm I'm not feeling down on myself at random points throughout the day. So, totally. so it's kind of a sustained positive feeling. I like it. Yeah, that's awesome. I think that's great. Uh, uh, I need to try that. <laughs> Um, for me, like I you mentioned, just, you just smoke tons of mad weed. Toads right? weed, four twenty. <laughs> smoke just weed. Watson every doesn't. Day. He never smoked. Never drank. No, so. I have not. Um, I will say my positive, like how I stay positive, is having outlets. And what I mean by that is also having outlets that have nothing to do with the industry. You know what I mean? Because um, you don't want that to be your entire life. Exactly. And, and I'm telling you right now, you're going to get burnt out really fast if that's the case. So video games are a big thing. Although this is like, you know, uh, entertainment, improv is a big thing because like you kind of just you kind of just tell the world about what's happening. Um, yeah. So I'd say stuff like that. I'm a huge gamer. I love video games. Um but yeah, I, I think that's really important. In fact, I think like I watched an article, watched an article, wow, read an article that talked about how one of Tom Hanks's biggest advices to give to people moving out here is to find an outlet that has nothing to do with uh, the entertainment industry. Yeah. So Yeah, what else interests you, you know, besides yeah. like what takes up most of your time? Like what else, what else interests you? Yeah, so yeah I get absolutely. That. 
<clears throat> okay, cool. so Jimmy has been thinking about doing a vlog. He'd like to get more traffic to his YouTube page. Um, I, I, the first time I read this, I thought he was asking, like, how does he go about it? But he uh -huh. just says, should I do it? <laughs> I say yes. <laughs> yes, Jim. Do it, Jim. Please do. Make content. I don't care what it is. Just make stuff. Yes, exactly. Create stuff. <laughs> be constant. Um, have fun with it. That's the biggest thing, too, is, like, if it's not fun for you, find a way that's it's fun for you so you can stay constant with it. If Don't do something that you know other people are doing or working for them. Do something that you know you can do that'll be constant so that people can watch your stuff. Exactly. So, perfect. Good, good. Thanks, man. Here's a good one. Favorite place to eat in L.A.? I'm going to have to say Grand Central Market. Dude. That is the place. If you guys are ever out in LA and need a place to go, Grand Central Market. One of the one of the first things that we did when I moved out to LA, Dude. Um, besides watching Silence, the Martin Scorsese, Scorsese film, uh, you're like, dude, I got to show you this food place. Yep. And we took the metro into downtown, and you didn't tell me what it was. You didn't, nope. I had no expectations going into it. I thought it was just going to be like a like one place, but it's like a food court, and it's yep. It's one that I, like I've never seen before, and I guess so it's cool. been featured on like Anthony Bourdain. And yeah, La La Land. Yeah, it's very famous. <laughs> there was a shot in La La Land in there. Yeah, um, I always try and take whenever someone's new, and they're like, "Take me to L.A." Like you know, everyone everyone takes you know to go see the Hollywood sign, to go see this and that. I always want to give them L.A. that that like not a lot of people get to see and you know so anyone t anytime someone's new who comes in i'm like i know where we're going for to eat and grand central market and you know what my my sister and uh, brother-in-law came out to visit me last mm -hmm. year and that is exactly what um, I, I was like we're gonna meet me downtown i'm yeah. gonna show you this food place and it made the same impression on them they were like this is amazing awesome and they fell in love there so, you go yeah it's great grand central market wow, they fell in love just oh. because of grand central market <laughs> yeah, well they fell in love with grand central market uh, okay <laughs> yeah um but i still need to show you the farmer's market in like west hollywood beverly hills Please. area it's, i'm a sucker for i think markets. it'll have that same kind of uh impression so dope i'm in okay All thank right. you thank you almost, jimmy i think we're whoops close to the last one, right? We got it. We got a couple more in today. Okay. Um, what in? Well, this one. So this is my from my friend Andy. Okay. Um, and he kind of geared it to me, but we can generalize it. He asked, he, "What inspired you to pursue animation when you were younger?" But really, just what inspired us to pursue our fields? I should, sure. I would say. Um, and you take this one first. Okay. Um, I. Uh, I'll I, I'll never forget when I, I I found out that I want to make people laugh or re get reactions from people, and it was at church, and um, I would watch these people go up to the pulpit and they would you know they would give their talks and stuff in church when I was a kid, um, but then like <laughs> one of them was like. Uh, they or like they would they, they would put jokes in like their talks and stuff like that and I was like oh man I had to be like five or six at the time I was like oh man like they're so cool because they make people laugh like that's awesome um, and uh, at the church that I go to they they have this uh, meeting where anyone can go up to the pulpit and I remember uh, they were like you know anyone can go to the pulpit so like kids go up there so I went up there I tried so hard to make them laugh and I like I had jokes and stuff. No one laughed. My mom's just over, and she's just like, oh, my gosh, sit down. 
Um, so, but a couple weeks go by. I was like, you know what? I can't do it. I'm not going to be a cool person because I can't make people laugh. And uh, I, what happened is I walk up to um, the pulpit and I'm saying, you know, my uh, talking, you know, doing my talk. And then I'm saying, um, I love my family and, you know, God, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, and um, I love my brother sometimes. And the audience erupted with laughter. And nice. I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. This is what I want to do. Nice. Throwing your brother and, under the bus uh, for a while. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want to do is just throw my brother under the lap. Yeah. Nice. Um, but yeah, so that kind of sparked everything. And like, I, 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 I my um, grandpa gave us his old video camera. I still have it to this day to just kind of remind me. And I just started like, you know, making short like animation things with Legos and then just kind of escalated. And so, yeah, I'd have to say my brother because I threw him under <laughs> the bus. But really, really though, it's, it's like my family. And I yeah. would say if, if you want like specific people, because um, uh, did he ask for people or just like in general? Yeah, just what inspired you to oh, yeah. pursue it. So that was probably about that. The and you know my grandpa and, and just uh, Saturday Night Live and yeah, yeah. So that's great. Uh, for me, I. Honestly, when I was younger, I thought I was going to be an actor. When I was like 13, I went to a, a talent agency called W Talent, and I oh. auditioned with them. And I did I did the monologue from Spider-Man 2 when Doc Ock is talking to his arms. And Dang, like, that's awesome. Yeah. How old were you? 13. Oh, my gosh. And, that's amazing. And they liked it. They thought it was really good. And, I, you know, I really had no experience, but, you know, I, I practiced it a lot, and I gave it my all, and... But they wanted like two thousand dollars to sign on with me, or uh, sign, yeah, for me to sign on with them, and I, I didn't, I wasn't in any position to do that. So, no. so I just started thinking about it more, and I was like, well, I'm definitely like, I want to be in entertainment, and I was just like, well, I've been drawing my entire life. Like I used yeah. to, I used to draw my Pokemon cards. I would draw the images on those and stuff, and it just made sense. It clicked, and once I realized like animation, it just made sense. It like, and and I've been pursuing it ever since. Like. Mm. So it was it was really easy for me. Awesome. He, oh. And then this is a this is kind of an inside joke, but Andy asks, "Are pigs people?" Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's a good segue too to this. We almost forgot. Oh yeah. Okay. So we'll so we'll do that too. We'll end with that. Yeah. I think we should end with that. I that's, think that's true. A good thing. Um, but but let's just give a little context to this question. Actually, so. Justin Roiland created Rick and Morty, and you mm -hmm. and I are both huge fans of huge. him and Rick and Morty. Huge. And Justin had a podcast like seven years ago uh, called Grandma's Virginity. Yeah. And it was him and Ryan Ridley and Jackie Buscarino. Ryan Ridley is now one of the lead writers on Rick and Morty. Uh, Jackie Buscarino has done like some voice work, I think, mm -hmm. some writing and stuff. But and she's she's was produced producer of uh, I want to say Gravity Falls, but I don't know if that's right. She was a she, producer she of a worked big show. on Gravity Falls. She worked on Flapjack. Like, oh, maybe Flapjack was what I was thinking of. And then she's done a lot of voices for like, uh, um, oh my gosh, Adventure Time. Oh yeah, yeah. So this was like in 2010 when really none of them had anything. Like the only thing Justin Roiland had really done was House of Cosby's, and it was it was really cool. Like as a fan to discover this podcast seven years later. Uh, when he was still trying to make it and you see like a progression of his career over time and really that's the big 
uh, inspiration for this podcast. Yep. So it's like it's for ourselves to document this point in our lives when we're still trying to kind of make it and I'm also on the off chance that if we do become successful and we do have fans down the road, this will be some extra content for them to totally. to dig through. So, yep. uh, but in that podcast, Justin Rayland had a segment called "Pigs Are People." Yeah, <laughs> and it, it, I mean, I think it was a joke. I'm pretty sure. Oh, it was sure. A joke. oh yeah. I'm gonna go just ahead and say it was a to joke. argue with He's people. Just random. Um, but his idea was that when we die, we go in the in between lives. Uh, area and we come back as pigs and it's like this idea of reincarnation but every other life is human and then every other life is a pig Mm -hmm. so if we come back we'll be pigs and then when we die as pigs and come back we'll be people but are pigs people i'm gonna say no (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna agree with you um and and just since now we're on the topic and i i did want to do this uh my my brother bailey he gave he bought me the art of rick and morty book for christmas and uh, Justin Roiland wrote the foreword in it, and it's it's hysterical. And, yeah. and you haven't listened to it yet. Nope. And this, I think, this is the perfect way to end, in my opinion. It's just a page, and it's it's really entertaining. It, it, it seems like they they contacted Justin and were like, "Hey, we need you to write a foreword for this book." And he was just like, <laughs> "Oh my god." <laughs> yeah. Okay, so here we are. It says, "Look at this foreword by Justin Roiland." So you bought an art book today, or you're just looking at one and you haven't purchased it, or you bought it online and it just arrived, or it's your friends and you're just checking it out, or you stole it, (laughs) or you're in a waiting room and it was on the table or something and you picked it up. In all cases, one thing remains a constant. You're holding a book in your hands and you're reading this part of the book right now. (laughs) (laughs) This is the foreword of the book. You're reading it right now. Pretty soon you won't be reading it anymore. <laughs> you may never read it again. You will continue about your life, grow old, find love, lose love, find love again, maybe have kids, maybe not. Eventually the time will come where your body will give out on you. Your remaining years will be spent in pain and on oh lots gosh. of pharmaceuticals. <laughs> your loved ones may or may not be there for you during this time. You may be alone. It's possible you may even have outlived everyone you ever knew. Congratulations if you managed to pull that off. <laughs> you lived the longest. <laughs> but after some time, your body will shut down and you will leave this world for good. This will happen later on. Right now, you're still hanging out somewhere, holding this book and reading this incredible foreword that I wrote. What a foreword. <laughs> are there are there awards for book forewords? If so, I think it should be nominated. And I think the awards <laughs> should be called the forewordies. Because isn't that the standard bit? Just taking a thing and adding an ease at the end of it? For example, an award show for murderers would be called The Murderies. <laughs> Anyways, I guess I should talk about the contents of this book a little bit. So, you're holding an art book for Rick and Morty in your unwashed, germ-covered hands. Our, our season three writer's assistant busted, the, busted his ass with the team over at Dark Horse to sift through a ton of art and stuff. We really put a lot in here. If you haven't built on reading this forward already, you'll be finished soon, and then you'll be able to look at all the incredible art that our super talented team has tossed together over the first two seasons Uh lots of great stuff in this in this year book seriously the show wouldn't be as amazing as it as it does without the crazy awesome skills of all our artists the worst part of this book you might be asking this (laughs) forward 
the foreword is the worst part. You probably thought it was going to be filled with funny words like gloopies or schlumi schleebs. Maybe you even thought I'd invent a wacky character, something like milk chocolate, a man made from chocolate. He could be a newscaster that interviews celebrities or something. Maybe he has a show called Movies Tonight with Milk Chocolate. <laughs> I don't know. He's not in here. There's no milk chocolate. It's just a terrible, pointless foreword. But enjoy your time with it. You might not read it again. Or maybe you'll read it to your kids. Or maybe you're not even a human, but actually you're a robot or a demon or an alien or something. If that's the case, then whoop-de-doo. Good for you, edgelord. Just kidding. <laughs> One last thing I'd like to say, since this foreword will outlive me, if you manage to finish this whole bullshit thing, I'm going to come haunt you when I'm dead. <laughs> Get ready for some hardcore ghosting. I'm coming for you. Get your Ouija board out. Thanks. Talk to you late. <laughs> well, guys, that was our first episode of... Uh, the TDLA podcast. That's Two Dudes in LA. Yes. Um, if you liked what you heard... Go ahead and give us a rating, and uh, if you want to go the extra mile, also give us a review. Yep. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TDLA Podcast. And if you have any questions or you want to send us content, email us at uh, tdlapodcast at gmail.com. Totally. And honestly, uh, I just want to thank Sean for coming up with this this and I'm really excited to see what guests we can bring on. And we're just going to have fun together. And I hope you guys enjoy and you come on this journey with us as well. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time.